Hi, I'm Angela Hughes, Insider Travel Report, and I'm here with Emil. Emil at Lanzarac, and we're going to be talking about his property and so much more. Perfect. Welcome, Angela. Hope you enjoy your time with us. Yeah, I'm so excited to be here. I've been to several other wineries in the area, but this one is absolutely stunning. What makes your property different? Uh, I think it's uh, history and the people. We've got 300, over 330 years of history. The farm was uh, established in 1692 and uh, it's evolved over time. And I think that's uh, all of the, the history that makes it special, but still moving with the time. Okay, so we're outside of Cape Town about, would you say an hour away out of Cape Town? Yeah, if there's traffic, uh, if there's no traffic, probably about 45 minutes. Yeah, and I feel like it's so trendy right now to to come to the wine region almost more than the safari. I mean, the safari was always the driving force, but now I feel like so many people want to come to um, the wine region and just stay, spend a few days, chill out. This is so relaxing. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about the history of this property for a minute because, yes. I mean, it's it's really all about the history. Yes. Yeah. So uh, it was, like I mentioned, established in 1692 and then it was just a farm. There was no... Uh, hospitality, hotel, uh, not even a, a tasting room, nothing of the sorts. Um, and yeah, it evolved over time, became more wine focused. And then in the early 1900s, um, South African wine industry really picked up and individual wineries uh, started making wine as opposed to sending everything to a co-op. And okay. then we established the hotel in 1959. Okay. That was so it's Ford. been around for a long time. I, uh, why, why did people start deciding to do like the bed and breakfast part of it? I think... Um, when the winery was so successful. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think the inspiration was from the chateaus in France. Okay. Um, and just people wanting to experience what it is to live on a wine farm. Yeah. And uh, that inspiration was what David Rawdon used to establish basically the first hotel on a wine farm in South Africa. And okay. that, uh, yeah, that was over 60 years ago. And he converted all the old buildings. So where we're sitting now yeah. used to be uh, cellar number two uh, that was uh, built in 1920. So and take he, a look behind me, you guys. This was cellar number two. Yeah. <laughs> and he converted that into the public spaces. And then all the rooms, uh, the rooms, some of the rooms that you saw were all outbuildings used for various uh, farm um, activities. Okay. So you guys weren't building on more, more structure. You were using existing... Yeah. properties on the site and I think that's what makes it so unique yes. and, so, and homey yeah. yeah and so like you've noticed no, none of our rooms look the same so yeah. I always tell people you can have 53 different experiences at Landsberg yeah and it's so boutique feeling I mean the, the fabrics the materials um, the claw tubs etc it just makes it feel like you're in a boutique um, would you say that you guys are more in the premium space or the luxury space or um, for our rookie Rookie wine people, yeah. <laughs> you know where? I, I think if you a leisure guest, we definitely in the the luxury space. Okay. We're fortunate to be one of a few wine, um, hotels in South Africa that's got five star premium rating. Okay. Which is, uh, I would say, in the um, Dubai's of the world, they'll yeah. consider that a six star. Yeah. But uh, in South Africa, we don't have that rating, and there's about twenty hotels in South Africa that does that, and. I think what makes us special in that luxury space is we would like to let everyone feel like they're part of the family. 
And when we get that right, then we're happy. Okay, I love that so much. Now, I would, I, and I always say this to, to our viewers, that I feel like so many Americans don't know their geography. Uh, when's the best time to come? Because it's fall right now. Yes. That's our summer, people. And it's gorgeous, even yes. not blooming. Yeah. You've got, you know, kind of a New England feel here with leaves changing and um, leaves falling yeah. and, and flowers reblooming and not blooming. <laughs> um, would you say that the off-season is popular for you? Or is everybody flocking just for your high season, which is winter for us? Yes. Yeah. So I think for the Northern Hemisphere, that's the most popular time. Yeah. That's also the most difficult time to get into restaurants, to get into hotels. Okay. And South Africa is very far south and it gets really yeah. hot. So my favorite time personally is, like you say, is fall. Right. Uh, around so April, maybe in the shoulder season. April, of both. Yeah. April, May is a good time. And then September, October. Okay. Because even December, uh, being hot, it's also very windy. Okay. But the, it's still nice and it's great if right. you've got the snowy winter to come to a very sunny right. South Africa. But it uh, feels to us like the sun is always shining in South Africa. <laughs> okay, let's talk about the food because you can't have wine without food. Yes. I guess you can have wine without <laughs> food. But um, let's talk about the food and um, what, what's special here at the, yeah. the hotel. So um, food is an integral part of the culture of all South Africans uh, okay. over various cultures. Mm -hmm. um, and we've uh, decided to do different options and celebrating some of those cultures. Okay. So we've got our, our main restaurant where our breakfast is that we only do dinner and there we do culinary classics reimagined so the chef would do a stock standard lamb shank but reimagining that right so that's more um, what we would like to say the fancy restaurant yeah even though it's not a fine dining restaurant it's definitely a finer experience than a normal restaurant okay and then our second restaurant um, on this side is called Tapais, which is uh, the Afrikaans word for tap room. Okay. So it's a bar, it's a pub style, but a gourmet pub style food. Um, and with the cozy fireplaces going this time of mm -hmm. year, it's just the perfect setting to enjoy a good red uh, with some great hearty food. Mm -hmm. And then um, our wine tasting in Delhi is very popular amongst the locals and our in-house guests. And there we serve from breakfast straight through to six, seven o'clock at night. So do you, have any, uh, do you ever have any just day visitors come here yes. just for the restaurants and the food? Yes. So, so you don't necessarily need to be staying on site. You could visit the yeah. property and you could um, be doing a wine testing that you could set up in advance. I mean, I went downstairs to the cellar. And it's amazing, just yeah. that tour. And so is that offered as like a private tour for people or yeah. a public tour? So it's a public tour. So we okay. do it twice a day, 11 o'clock mm -hmm. in the morning and 3 o'clock uh, in the afternoon. Okay. So if you come as a guest, mm -hmm. if you not even if you're not staying, if you're in the um, tasting room at that time, you just join the tour. And you can and jump right in. You can jump right in, yeah. Okay. Let's do some hot questions for you. Perfect. Um, how long have you been with the property? Uh, October, it will be nine years. Nine years. Yes. Okay, so you've seen a lot of developments happen here. Yes. What do you think is like something you're most proud of, like working at the property? Uh, it's going to be sound like a cliche, but I think eventually getting the team as a team. Okay. Uh, but I think uh, what the property has been through is built that team. So we had a fire in 2017 where we were okay. closed for 13 months. 
Yeah. But the team. And I don't know what it is, but it seems like everywhere in vineyards, they're burning down lately. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just talking America, but yeah. yeah. Um, So that is actually the building we're sitting in now. It's the one that suffered in the fire. Oh, shoot. Yeah. Okay. And we just reopened and started getting traction. Then COVID hit in early 2020. And then we were closed and we had different... Uh, rules in South Africa of allowing to sell alcohol, not allowing to sell alcohol. So you've been through a lot of challenges. Just a lot of challenges, and I think that's what brought the team together. And, and having the team still together is what I'm probably most proud of. Yeah. Okay, second hot question you're not prepared for. What about, uh, and we're seeing this worldwide, that um, just the hospitality industry is suffering from lack of service, lack of people returning to work since COVID. Have you guys experienced that at all? Or are people pretty eager to, to get back into it? Or, you know, are you feeling like the, the our, oppression of that? Yeah. So our, our challenge is uh, definitely, I would say, on the middle management side. Okay. And I don't think it's necessarily uh, for lack of people in South Africa wanting to do that. But uh, the opportunities for South Africans overseas are so much greater. So we've lost a lot of... Interesting. Art. Okay. So we're stealing talent yes. abroad. Yes. Okay. So UK, US, uh, the cruise ships. Yeah. Um, All my, of you people watching. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Most, most of our, um, I would say that experienced middle management get great opportunities and we can't compete yeah. with a dollar salary or a pound yeah. salary or so it's just better salary. money abroad and opportunity better money ab- abroad and opportunity and some of them do that for two years or five years and yeah. then they come back and then we welcome them back into the fold again you're, you're back yeah. you're back <laughs> yeah you've got some great overseas experience so please come back and teach us some of what you've learned overseas okay tell me hot question number three um what's your wildest kind of story that's happened here <laughs> In the nine years that you've been here. <laughs> oh, wildest story. Yeah, I mean, has there been something really unique that just stands out? Besides the fire of 2017 yeah. probably would be yeah. a I, big one to deal with. I think the wildest story, in, and I, I wasn't part of the story, but I, it got relayed to me by the restaurant yeah. manager, is one of the guests enjoying themselves so much in the bar that they just dropped their phones right there in front of everyone. <laughs> and I can imagine just with the alcohol flowing here, there's probably yeah. some antics. What about the, um, let's talk about the trends a little bit. What type of consumer are you seeing that's that's coming to um, the Winelands now? Let's talk, because we're mostly U.S. market. Yes. What, what's the U.S. traveler look like for you right now? Um, the U.S. travelers are interesting. There's definitely been an increase yeah. of U.S. travelers. Um, since COVID or over the last decade? What it- um, I think since COVID, it, it started picking up. But because we've been like stop-start with then yeah. close for the fire, mm-hmm, then mm-hmm. we've uh, like stop-start for us. Yeah. But after COVID, it was definitely a, a bigger increase. Our normal market is uh, the UK and Germany. Okay. Big markets. But the U.S. has climbed up from number six, seven up to number three. So South Africa is really making a drive to become an inbound consumer here in South Africa. And I've actually seen that with my own agency, that more people are requesting South Africa now, where it used to be maybe more a groups and incentive, which will lead me to the next question. Groups and incentives. Um, Do you guys host groups and incentives? Or what does that look like? Yeah. Uh, And that's also definitely uh, on the uptick. Um, like I said, our normal source markets have been doing that for quite some time. Yeah. But we've been seeing that with the U.S. market as well, where there's okay. starting out the smaller groups, but 
uh, as they realize it's not that difficult to have a big, bigger yeah. capacity, it, it's definitely picking up and, and starting to okay. to be part of our fold. And, and so if somebody wants to do a group, how many rooms do you have again? 53. 53. Would they have to do pretty much a buyout? No, we, we accommodate, okay. I think, uh, with the layout of, of the property, uh, it's basically these five little different sections. Kind of enclaves, yeah. So you, you can easily do, our courtyard is the easiest one. It's got 15 rooms, okay. so 30 people, easy. Um, but if you want to do a buyout, that's also possible. And there's some beautiful grounds on this property where you could have a nice dinner party outside yes. or a social, a wine testing outside as well. Okay, last question. Let's talk about destination weddings. Yes. I think people are trying to look outside of the Caribbean and Mexico when they now yeah. see the prices, especially in South Africa, being so appealing. Yes. Are, are you seeing an uptick in that or do you expect that? Is that in your marketing plan yeah. or is it mostly just locals that are doing destination weddings or Europeans? So um, at the moment, mostly Europeans. Okay. Uh, it's, I had some requests, but we've got some beautiful wine farms in, in the Stellenbosch yeah. region. So uh, what we've seen more is people staying with us and going to some of those other places. They don't have accommodation, but they've got beautiful venues. Yeah. Um, but we also do uh, weddings. Um, but because our primary focus is the hotel, is if you do a wedding, you have to do a buyout. Okay. We don't okay. So you're doing a buyout, and you're probably bringing your own staff to accommodate the wedding piece, right? Well, we, we still supply all the staff, and we do everything else for you. But because we don't want to disturb someone that's not part of the wedding, that's yeah. the reason why we like. Then it's complete over, buyout on the wedding take over piece. The hotel, and for that weekend, we'll do everything and anything you okay. want. Okay. Yeah. But groups and incentives, you still can like separate yeah. that out yes. if you just need thirty rooms for that. Uh, yeah. Okay. I love being here with you. This property is amazing. I mean, just looking, if you could see this whole hallway, which we've taken a lot of footage that you're going to be able to look at. Yeah. It, it's just stunning. And I would say it's boutique leisure at the highest. It's so, it's so amazing. Thank you so, so much. Yeah. yeah. I'm Angela Hughes, Insider Travel Report.